Blog Talk Radio. While you're driving and you're following the directions that are being given to you by your GPS, have you ever taken a wrong turn or missed the last turn and then you heard that voice come over and repeatedly say, recalculating, recalculating? More than likely, most everyone has had that occur. And when you hear that word, do you find yourself listening intently so that you don't lose your weight yet again? I know I do. Have you ever thought, wouldn't it be great if I had my very own personal GPS for direction in life? Turns out you do. You just don't know it. You didn't activate it, or you aren't paying attention to the guidance that you get. But don't worry, you can learn how to activate your inner GPS so you can experience a more fulfilling, healthy, and satisfying life. And we're going to do that in just a few minutes. This is your host T-Love here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. 
Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audio books and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. You just download the title you for free of charge and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. That's audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. My guest is Zen Cryer DeBrook, author of Your Inner GPS. She is an internationally renowned teacher, speaker, and coach whose programs have helped people all over the world to transform both their personal and business lives for the better. You can learn a lot more about her by visiting her website, zeninamoment.com. That's zeninamoment.com. So go ahead and write that down now so you can check it out after the show. But you want to pay extra attention to this show because we're, we're going to do a practice that I think that you'll all enjoy. Welcome to Energy Awareness Radio, Zen. Thank you for taking time to join us. How are you being? I am being great. How are you? Thank you for having I'm me. I'm great. It's great to be oh. here. You're welcome. It's wonderful to have you on the show. I love your book. It's uh, it's got a lot of neat, interesting ways of talking about your inner guidance that I don't think other authors have really, you know, spoken to in the way that you do. And I think that probably a lot of us get off track now and then as we experience our life, and more than likely we ask for guidance along the way, but we don't necessarily pay attention to the answers we receive because it might not be what we want to hear. And you refer to this internal GPS as your IGS, your internal guidance system. So I'll ask you first, how did you come to discover your IGS? And then perhaps we can do a, a practice or an exercise so that everybody's on the same page. How does that sound? That sounds great, just great. I um, came to discover it by kind of, it, well, it was a cassette tape. Do you know Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, back in 1993, I had a, got a cassette tape. <laughs> That's a long time ago. And mm-hmm. she talks about the law of attraction, but she also was talking about the internal guidance system, this expansion and contraction that happens in the center of our body that lets us know if our thoughts are in alignment and we're creating what we really truly desire or out of alignment and we're about to create something we don't desire. And this little awareness woke up in me. And I was like, wait a minute. That's exactly what I've been working on. I knew that I would get this sick feeling in the pit of my stomach and like this anxiety feeling in my chest. And every time I got that sensation, I was about to blow it. And I couldn't figure out how to stop myself. And I would have some self-sabotage moment. I'd say something I regretted or I'd quit a job and I shouldn't have or all kinds of little things. And no matter what I tried to avoid blowing it, I couldn't figure it out. And so when I heard this, I thought, wow, this is it. This is, this is the thing that I've been looking for. And I began playing with it. And it worked. And I just kind of developed it. I looked everywhere to try and find a system that could teach it to me and couldn't find one, so I created it myself. And then you wrote a book for all of us <laughs> to learn from, which is great. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how and, I and, ju- and based on that answer, I could ask a whole lot of questions, but I don't want to because I want everybody to really get a full grasp of what it is that we're talking about. So would you like to go through the exercise? Yes, let's do that because then everybody will have an opportunity to feel it and know what we're talking about. That's beautiful. Um, So if you're driving, you don't have to close your eyes. You can do this while you're driving. (laughs) But for for those of you who are not driving, I would love it if you would just kind of sit in a comfortable position, maybe stop anything that might be distracting, the multitasking that you may be doing, and just sit down with your hands in your lap and your feet on the floor. The first thing I'm going to do is just really bring you gently into your body. The internal guidance system resides in our body, so we need to be present to the body to feel it. And the way to do that is by feeling the bottom of your feet on the floor. By bringing your awareness to the bottom of your feet, you may suddenly feel a little tingly or a little warmth or a little energy there. Just really stay present to that feeling. And then bring your awareness to the palms of your hands. Once again, just by thinking of the palms of your hands, you might notice a little tingling or energy. And last, just pay attention to the sound in the room around you. And the key is to try and pay attention to all three areas, feet, hands, and listening. All right, so I'm going to give two sentences, and just stay aware of the body, feet, hands, listening. 
and let the sentences pass through your mind like a cloud does through the sky. Here's the first sentence. I do not have an internal guidance system. First sensation between your throat and your solar plex area, anything that happens when you think the thought, I do not have an internal guidance system. And then bring your awareness to the bottom of your feet and your hands and you're listening again. And here's the second sentence. I do have an internal guidance system. Let it float through your mind and notice any sensation between your throat and solar plex area. I do have an internal guidance system. All right, and then just wiggle your toes and open your eyes. You had them closed. So how was that, T? Well, it's almost unfair. <laughs> I'm an energy therapist, so right. I know what's going on. <laughs> yes. You know, um, but yeah, you can definitely feel a difference between what's happening when the statement is true and when the statement is false. And I think that exercise alone is if people practice it and realize the difference will allow them to become more aware of their system and practice using it on a daily basis in other situations. Yes, exactly. What most people with the first sentence, I'll just kind of go over it and we'll name it, is mm-hmm. they feel a tightening in their stomach, their solar yep. plex area, a fluttering in their chest or a pressure, like they, they're wilting or they can't breathe as much, maybe a lump in the throat as well. And I call all of these sensations closing. So that response to what you're thinking. So it's just closing right. sensation. Right. And then the other one, people feel that all that tension releases. There's an upward kind of lift, kind of feels like you can breathe more. And we call that opening. That's an opening sensation. So that means that you're, what you're thinking is in alignment and on purpose and it's going to be really good for you. It's taking you in the direction you want to go. And it only responds to what you're thinking. It never responds to what's happening around you, but what you're, instead it's happening what you're thinking about what's going on around you. That's the important key point. Well, the interesting thing, too, is that this is like instant gratification, you know. It's not, it's like bringing flowers home from the nursery and putting them in containers, and there they are in full bloom and beautiful because that's what they were meant to be rather than planting a seed and having to wait. You don't have to wait for the results of this. It hits you like a sucker punch. <laughs> it does. It does. And as soon as your thoughts go off track and are carrying you towards something that is not going to bring you happiness, is not going to work out, or is not true, that's another big one, then yeah. you, you have this closed sensation. It's guidance. And this is the interesting thing, is what we've named this guidance, because we're not, we have not been aware of this, is stress, worry, yeah. fear, yeah. overwhelm, frustration, anxiety. So whenever you're feeling any of those, when a person is feeling those, that means that what they're thinking is not true and not going to happen. Not and true if and anybody's not going to happen. Yes, and if anybody's wondering what the, you know, what are these words she's saying that you have like two or three pages in your book of emotions that people can look at to see, you know, what it is that, a list, an entire list from A to Z of words that you could actually use to say these are the negative, these are the positive, and really get a gist for exactly what it is that we're talking about here because I think it's important when somebody's yeah. just starting this to know that it is like a sucker punch. You are going to feel it right away. Trust that. And that's probably a key word, trust that. Trust. Yes. yes. In fact, in the trainings that I do, that's one of the biggest things in all the exercises is we just build, keep building the, the trust in the system because it's accurate. It's 100% personalized to each person and their life's purpose and their life's path, and just slowly but surely stepping into a deeper and deeper level of living your life using your internal guidance system, a little more trust, a little more trust, uh, creates remarkable, quick changes in someone's life. And if they practice every day on trivial things and, and see the, you know, realize the results of that, then yeah. the bigger ticket items you'll be more sure of and the trust will come in more quickly. I had to laugh at one of the uh, stories in the book. It was funny. The woman who said she tricked her IGS. I mean, the minute I read that, I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't trick it because it's, con- it's constantly with you throughout your day, giving you guidance on what you're thinking, what you're planning on doing. And even if you think you're getting an opening when you really shouldn't be, take one step towards that direction. If it's not the right thing, you'll feel it. Yeah, and you may be thinking you're tricking you're tricking yourself, and you're actually hurting yourself, you know, if you're going to yes. not pay attention. Exactly. Well, the interesting thing is, is like some of the big issues that come up for people is 
um, being afraid to ask a question, you know, being afraid mm-hmm. to get the answer to some things. That's been a really interesting thing because what if the IGS is, gives you, you know, and it's, been, and it's happened recently, uh, the, the opening to break up with someone. I had a wonderful person that I was working with, and she said, I thought about breaking up with my boyfriend, and I opened. And she goes, and it's so true. It's time. We're complete. I've, I, we've, we've just been hanging on because it's easy. And, and she says, but I was so afraid to ask that question because I didn't want to hurt him. Um, and that's the other piece is that your internal guidance system only gives you information that's going to create health and harmony for you and everyone else in your life. It, it, there's a way in which it teaches you to flow through your life and create health and harmony by following it. And I think, too, that with that, in instances such as that, it's, it's true to form to say that sometimes the timing isn't right. So you're, you're, when you listen to your guidance, it might not be time, even though you're thinking it, you may feel differently and you have to go along that route until you're, you've worked through whatever with that person. And then sometimes, yep, yep you just something happens, it, it can be devastating, and you just know, well, now it's time. And it's yeah. not that you did it too late. When people say, oh, I should have done it before, no, I don't think you should have. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think there was some growth or something there. I think everything is in timing. I don't really believe that when people say, I stayed too long at that job, or you wouldn't have if the timing was right. Maybe the other job wasn't available. Maybe another person wasn't available. Maybe you needed to work something through. Do you believe that as well? Absolutely. In fact, I had a, a long-term monogamous relationship where we, we ended it and we'd get back together. And each time I'm using my IGS, I knew that we weren't going to get married, but I also knew that this relationship was, it opened me to be in this relationship. And then we would, it would open me to break up. And then a few months later, you know, it would open me to get back together with him. And we went through a growth cycle that was really wonderful together. Um, and we needed those separations, and we needed coming back together. It's like we would go grow on our own and then come back and grow in, a, in our couplehood and then back and forth. And my girlfriend thought I was crazy, but I kept saying, hey, I have to keep following my IGS. It's, it, it, I'm not done. We're not done. So yeah. It, yeah. it's a good it, – timing is very important, and I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, I think that people will sometimes listen to what others are telling them or even second-guessing yourself and saying, well, people are saying this, so I just have to do it. But then what happens is you end up creating the same instance and in in growth is, you know, growth is great, but our, our biggest leaps of growth come from our most challenging relationships and, and things that happen. So you don't necessarily want to repeat that. <laughs> No, exactly. You don't. And you also don't want to be finished with somebody before you're done. There's still still growth, you know. Yeah. There's there's something there to learn, and you don't want to bring it into the next relationship or the next job. You've got to complete what it is. So it's always – and it's always okay, and I've told people this a million times, it's always okay to step back and take a breath before opening your mouth and making a decision, even if it's as simple as do you want to do this and you're deciding yes or no. Check in and see which feels yes. better, yes or no. Don't yes. just spout at the mouth, you know. You can't spew information because then you're going to regret it and it won't be helpful. Right. That is so true. And if you stop and check in with your internal guidance system before you make decisions, you're going to find that life is so much smoother and easier. And in general, there's a level of comfortable joy, is what I like to call it, that becomes normal. When, they follow, when you follow your IGS, you just – there's just this way in which it leads you into this place of comfortable joy. And that's where you want to be so you can have flow throughout your life. That's not to say that, oh, everything's going to be, you know, pink roses and candy. No, that's not what it's going to be. You're going to have challenges, but you won't react to them. You'll be more proactive and be able to get through them in a much easier way than the resistance of going down, you know, going in a, in a direction you shouldn't be going in. If you exactly. always are aware, yeah. I think that's what's hard for people. They're like, how can you always be aware? We can't always be aware 100% of the time. We're human. We're going to, things are going to distract us and we're going to just, you know, miss something. But the more you practice it in the little things, the little things like someone asking, do you want to do this? And you just sit back and say, okay, let me just check in here, you know, and you check in and you say no. Then you start practicing on other things and you get really good at it and you get fast at it too. It gets faster because you Mm. Everything's practice, yes. right? <laughs> exactly. And the interesting thing is, is that um, I use it for everything. 
time mm-hmm. management, for instance, when to go to the post office, when not to go. I check in. I'll just be saying, yes. okay, post office now? Oh, nope, I tightened. Nope, not right now. And when yep. I don't follow it, this is the interesting thing, is I'll show up and there's a huge line, right? Yep. So I've just learned over the years, and so do many, many, many people who have been trained, you just don't go against it anymore because it, it works out. It doesn't work out. And I've had mo- uh, more people come to me and say the worst experiences I've ever had in my life, they all started with closing and me following the yep. closing. You know, the yep, biggest just- blunders of my life came from deep, deep closing and doing mm-hmm. it anyways. Yeah, I remember yeah. once going to the grocery store. I got like less than a mile from my house, and I thought, oh, I shouldn't be going right now, and I turned around and went home, and I didn't know why. And I stayed there for a while doing I don't even know what. And then I thought, all right, can I go now? I was like, no. I was like, all right. And then I was wandering around a little bit, and I said, all right, now I can go. And I went to the grocery store, got a place to park, went in, got everything I needed, got through the line, came home, and realized I don't know what the situation would have been if I would have been standing in line, which can cause everybody angst because who wants to stand in line for hours on end? Or was I going to miss, uh, you know, maybe I would have been put in the path of someone who was driving too quickly. You don't know what's taken away, but it's always a good thing that's taken away. It's always for your highest good, your best interest. It's never so that you can't have it. It's never anything good. Like, well, you missed out. You didn't miss an opportunity. You missed something that you didn't need that wasn't going to serve you well. So you agree with that as well. Absolutely. I have, you know, I've got to actually, it, somehow the internal guidance system, it's, it's tapped, tuned into a wisdom that can, that knows the past, present, and the future, and it knows things that are, you know, not something I, my mind could ever comprehend. And I totally believe I've had many situations occur where I did get to know what, ha- what would have happened, like leaving and then seeing that there's a major accident and thinking, that was going to be me if I hadn't listened. Um, mm-hmm. And the ones where you don't really know, and I'm blessed that I've followed that. And people know. I mean, it's interesting. It's I've had as I go and I've researched and worked with thousands of individuals. Everyone has a story like that, where they just knew, yeah. and they could feel it, or they 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 knew that it was wrong, but they did it anyways because they were afraid of the result if they didn't do it and that kind of a thing, um, and regretted it. Yeah. It happens, in, I mean, even 9-11, you know, I'm, I'm near New York, and 9-11 happened, and there were people who needed to, you know, turn around and go get something. They were like, ah, no, forget it, I've got to go back and get whatever it is, and they were not caught up in it because of the fact that they were detained. So that, that to me, it's for me, actually. It's my higher self. It's my soul, because I know that my soul knows what I came here to do on this planet, and therefore, my soul is the best guide to help me navigate my life. You don't get full instructions, or you wouldn't you wouldn't work at it and learn your lessons and, and get through challenges and learn to grow, but you are given guidance. And I think when I agree. You, you, yeah. You take that guidance. It's your soul telling you, you don't want to do that. And sometimes if you go against it, it's like, all right, you did it, but you know, you'll get to the end result, but the means to get there will be much more difficult. You're taking a detour. You do not need to take. That's right. That's right. And it doesn't always have to be for a bad thing. You know, I, right. I have a really great story. I was in the, um, Denver Airport with a friend, and we were getting ready to leave, and they shut the airport down because of weather concerns. And they said that it wasn't going to be open, that the flights were canceled, and we needed to go ahead and leave and find a hotel for the evening, which I was very upset because I had a course I was teaching the next day, and I really had to Mm -hmm. be home. So as we were walking out of the airport, I was closed as I was thinking about, okay, where am I going to find a hotel, and how am I going to get back in the morning early enough and all that? I was closed. And so I thought, wait a minute, I'm closed at leaving the airport? And that opened me. I'm supposed to stay in the airport, and I opened more. And I thought, well, okay, that solves a lot of problems. So I said to my friend, I said, uh, are you closed at leaving? And he, he goes, yeah. I said, I think we're supposed to stay. And he checked in, and he goes, yeah, that opens me. I'm like, that's weird. So we went back to the, to the front the gate that we were at, and the woman's like, what are you doing? We're closing everything down. You really should leave because there's not going to be anybody here but maintenance and security. And I said, I know, but I have this IGS thing. <laughs> she looked at me like I was nuts. <laughs> So about four and a half hours later, we're pretty closed down, and we're sitting there, and I feel like maybe I'm wrong for the first time in my life following my IGS. And lo and behold, in walked the flight crew. There was a break in the weather, and they came in, and they said, what are you two doing here? And I said, we're waiting for a flight to San Francisco, and I explained my IGS to them again. And they said, you're kidding me. And I said, no. They said, we're flying to San Francisco. We just have to get this plane over there so we can keep our scheduled routes going. Weather, and we're gonna go- we need to go. And unbelievably, 
we were the only two people that were passengers on the plane. <laughs> it's a little weird, but if you ever have that experience of being on a big old jet and there's nobody on it, it's a little eerie. But you know, especially in bad weather. But um, it was amazing, and I have so many stories like that, finding lost items and and chance running run-ins that have been the best thing ever, and you know, and it's just the way that there, I. What I've come to see is that miracles are the norm on this planet. Yeah, yeah they are right. what's normal, and we get in the way of miracles happening. But it's that's but right. they're the norm. I, I agree with you. I think that's absolutely true. If more people just minded their own energy fields and understood what the energy was doing in their body, they would get miracles all the time, and they wouldn't be comparing and judging other people because they'd be dealing with their own self and what they need to do here. It, because part of this is, you know, that it can help you discover your purpose in life. Yes. It can help you discover why you're here. Well, that's, that's a I very that is item. its purpose. I actually do believe that that is its purpose, is that's what it's trying to do. And it, it's almost like we have 100,000 purposes, right, from giving the mm-hmm. right book to the right person at the right time and it changes their life to, you know, big things that we do, supporting and, and helping others. And the IGS is trying to coordinate them all for us so that we can get them all done in our lifetime. Yes. And that's yes. what I found is that you're, you're, people are they're led so beautifully to new careers and relationships and ways of being and dropping old habits and belief systems. That's one of the most powerful things about it is, is when you have that opening in relationship to a new thought that you're having that opens you, that opening programs the neural pathways of your brain. It actually create a new pathway. So old stuff that really is bothersome, that's painful, falls away. As, you, as new brain matter is forged, the plasticity of our brain is in, immense, what they're finding. Um, yep. Yeah. As long as you allow it, you know. Exactly. Exactly. I, my father and I, we had a really rocky relationship when I was younger and just painful. Like I couldn't even be in the house more than 15 to 20 minutes without him saying something that would make me burst into tears. And I was on my way to his house for Christmas and just thinking about how much he doesn't like me and how, why do I even go, go up there anymore and how miserable I am about it. And I realized all of a sudden for the first time I'm closed. I'm thinking about how he likes my brother more than me and I wish, you know, why he wants somebody better than, different than me and all this. I was closed. So I thought, oh, my goodness. Well, I, this has my, been my thoughts my whole life. I, I just realized I'm closed. Well, what would open me? So I'm, I was playing around with my thoughts on the whole drive up I-5 uh, to Northern California, and I finally found it. The thought that opened me in this viscerally huge way was my dad doesn't know how to be a father to a girl. It was well, yeah, I got that brother. when we first started talking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I didn't have that. I just felt like when you're, when you're well, two years you old and your dad's frustrated yeah. with you, you don't yeah. know. You don't, you know, so... That opened me so big, and I couldn't go back to any of the old thoughts anymore, number one. And number two, what also opened me is teaching my dad how to be a great dad to a girl. And it changed our whole relationship. And I could not hold on to that pain any longer because it wasn't real. It wasn't the truth. And it totally transformed my family, really. Yeah. It it is amazing because I'm sure the rest of the family – kind of got it but maybe they didn't consciously but subconsciously mm-hmm. they knew what it was yeah it's hard but when you're the one you can't see it you can't see the forest for the trees because you, you don't want to believe it and then when you finally got it it's like oh okay this is a big aha moment <laughs> yes yes and my mind had a lot of proof of my dad not really liking me you know <laughs> that chalked up a good amount of evidence um mm-hmm. yes so it's, that's what I mean is like it creates a new neural pathway, a new thought that begins to take root, and it can't be shaken. It can't be, you know, and we all have these. I like equate them in the book to a yield sign and what color a yield sign is in the United States. Um, did you, do you remember reading that part? Yes. Yeah. So most people say yellow and black. It's the first right. image that pops into their heads, and it's so visceral an image that people mm-hmm. argue, right, ferociously that they are yellow and black and they're actually red and white and they've been red and white since 1974 and people still say i i I tell people i'll give you 100 bucks if you find an actual operating just yellow and black yield sign that says yield 
I've never had anybody come with a picture yet. <laughs> well, I was laughing because I thought, how, how, why do people think it's yellow and black? They're red and white. I don't understand. I thought I was wrong, so I started looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> they, it's, there's none. And, mm-hmm. the, and the thing is, is that it's still being reproduced. Like I just saw on Sesame Street a few months ago when I was watching with my son, a yellow and black yield sign. Because it's that the creators of the show, they have that in their mind, and it's on book covers, but it's not really in use anymore ever. Um, yeah. The point of that is, is that we all have our own yield signs that we don't know are there, and we fight for them, and, and we fight for our closings and to prove ourselves right and all of that. But the basis of the premise that we are operating under for many of us isn't true. That's yeah, why we, we let our closing. egos get in the way. Our egos right. get in the way a lot. It's, uh, yes, and, and that's... That's probably the hardest thing for people to do to, to release the ego. Exactly. Yes. And this is what, that's the other tool, the other point of this, is that it does help with our ego. It, it actually lets us see it from a place of being an observer and not being attached because the opening feels good. So if you get an opening to something that would be normally painful or frustrating for you to open to, because you're open, you don't feel frustrated. You don't, it doesn't feel painful. It just feels like a truth that needs to be listened to. And you know? um, with that, I think that sometimes people believe that if you're using your IGS on a regular basis, you will get clear directions and you will be able to get what you want now. And that is not the case. I mean, you have a whole chapter that talks about it, it doesn't lead you directly from A to Z, or, or I think it was a to point A to point B. Uh, and that's true, because there are things that you need to do in between in order to get there. You can't just, you know, jump on the bus and go. Right. There's like I call it the breadcrumb approach, which mm-hmm. is that it gives you a little bit at a time, moving you down on your path so you make sure that, the, that it's orchestrated well. Um, and there are things that need to be in place before other things can happen. Exactly true. And, and it, it makes sure that you don't rush ahead and blow things up or, <laughs> you know, or, or stumble along and not get, not get things done on time. You really get this energy inside of your body for things. I laugh because people say, well, I'd never do my taxes if I got to do whatever felt good. And it's not about what feels good. I do do my taxes. It's just that when I do them, I get this opening, and it feels I have the energy for it. You know, yeah, that kind of time to do it. Right. Exactly. And you just feel it. And you just, some, I just, and it's really weird. Yeah. It's like I just wake up one day and I do it. And I'm like, and, okay, that's done. You know, it's just the weirdest thing. But that's what I feel like. That's what opens me that day to do. And it's funny because people all my life have said, well, you procrastinate to the last minute. And I say, no, I really don't. I procrastinate mm-hmm. to, the, to the time that's right. So I may be, I have to do a, a speaking engagement on July 11th. I haven't even started working on it yet. And I thought, well, I'll probably work on it this weekend, if it feels right. I, I never worry about it because I know in those moments when I have to prepare, I will sit down, I will focus, and I will bang it out, and it will get done, and it will be good. That's just how I've always worked. So the timing is important. Uh, in, in another instance, I mean, things sometimes come up where you get from point A to point B, and you didn't see it coming. Have you ever had that happen where oh, yeah. all of a sudden, you're being driven to do something, and then it's completed, and you think, now, first of all, I didn't see it coming. I don't know why I'm doing it, but it felt good doing it, and now it's done, and okay, that's weird. <laughs> all the time. That happens to me mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I, I talk about this in the book. I had a client who hired me to do a, a, a very, fairly large project, and they pay up front. I, I was working on a retainer, and I kept every day waking up to work on the project and closed. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh. And I am somebody of integrity. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. The deadline was coming closer. And finally, the, I, I'm like, okay. But what did open me was clearing out all my closets and organizing my whole house. And I thought, well, maybe I'm procrastinating like I did in college where I'd wait till the last second. But no, I checked, double-checked, trickle-checked, and I was supposed to be doing that. The person who had hired me called me and said, wait, are, how are you, far along are you on this project? And I said, I haven't actually started it yet, I'm embarrassed to say, <laughs> but it just hasn't felt right. And the woman was like, thank God, because we're going to scrap the whole thing, and we've decided to go in a completely different direction, so don't do anything. And I said, okay. They called me back about a week later with a whole new project and timeline and what I needed to do, and I was off and running and had full energy to do it. The interesting thing is is that I got so busy in the next few months, if I had not organized my house, my life would have been a mess. 
I Isn't knew where everything was. I've cleared yeah. all the clutter out. It was super easy for me to drop in, pack and go. You know, everything, my plants were all repotted. I mean, I really went for it that week, and everything that needed to get done got done. And it was very amazing. It was amazing to me. I Just one of those things where you're just like, wow. And every time I'd try to beat myself up for not doing the project, I'd close, which means those thoughts aren't true, so there's no reason to beat right. them up. So you get kind of a, you can get a, a, a double positive, you know, where you closed at doing something but open at doing something else and when you try to beat mm-hmm. yourself up for being you know for not doing it you're like oh i'm closed so that's you know i'm, I'm, I'm doing the right thing it's, gotta trust it's, it's absolutely true because there are things going on in my life where i've been thinking okay all of this is stagnant and it's sitting over here and it needs to happen but apparently not yet so i'm going to do all of this over here so i've been doing all kinds of preparation in the house and you know painting floors and and fixing porches and doing and I'm thinking I don't have time for this and then I thought yeah you kind of do because everything else has to wait just for now and you really do Mm -hmm. I think trust is the word you really have to trust that what you're doing is absolutely right because you might think people might think or might say well you're wasting time you could have been doing this instead of doing that no no i'm supposed to be doing this there's a reason and i i've always said this there's a reason i'm doing this i don't know what it is but i know there's a reason for it and inevitably after time goes by it can be a week it can be a month it can be a year you realize why you were doing what you did yep. and you get it you get it yep you get that so answer true. all the time so true it doesn't fail it just does not fail I agree, and it really, um, it, it really does create a sense of magic in our lives when we have that. It, it, you know, and I, I think that's one of the best parts is people think, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I have all this opportunity. These amazing things happen to me. And I've said there's no luck to it. I just follow my IGS, really, and I get led to these amazing things time after time. And I'm in the right place at the right time. You know, they say over and over again, it's all about timing. I do mm-hmm. agree, but I couldn't plan it, not on my own. Right. I couldn't. No. I couldn't. Mm-mm. No, so because you something... don't know the the other players right. that need to come into it. You know, the players that are put into place. You don't know when you're in an airport or in a grocery store or anywhere who might be watching you. And then later on, it comes to pass that that person saw you, they met you, oh, yes, whatever, yep. and it ends up being a, a deal that's happening in your life, and you, you yep. didn't know it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, that's kind of the thing that's the most interesting is, is there's a, a, there's, there is definitely a big, broad, wise something out there. I believe mm-hmm. in God. I, I call it God. But it, it's definitely the, the thing that you find is there's something that is orchestrating everything and really does want your best interests um, to happen and with, in, your, in your best interest. And you don't feel alone anymore when you begin following this. There's, this. there's just this way in which you can't because this beautiful, wise entity is paying close attention to you and your thoughts and helping you and supporting you in every moment. Yeah, and I, I refer to it as the God of my understanding. People, I tell people all the time, I use the word God, but it's the God of your understanding. And I yep. firmly believe that we are all part of the same God of understanding, you know, mm-hmm. and we're a piece of that. You have God within you, and you came here to do a job, and we all have a piece of the puzzle. We just have to try to put it together. And during that process, you can see how we're connected. Now, relationships will happen, yeah. you know, the, the reason, season, lifetime thing, and they'll go. And, you know, that's okay. You're growing from all of that. But when you come from that perspective and you realize that you came from your truth and you listened to your gut and were in the relationship for all the right reasons, it never ends. It may end badly, but it's never going to be your fault if you know you came from your truth. It's never going to be something you should feel guilty about ever, ever, ever if you came from your guidance. Yep. Yep, exactly. Exactly. We are so in alignment, you and me. <laughs> Love that. It's just so easy, you know, because – but this is what I liked about your book. You wrote it in a way that's easy for anyone who doesn't – who hasn't been doing this, who hasn't been studying this for years and practicing in, in whatever mm-hmm. practices, like my practice and stuff, for, you know, 20, 25 years. If, the, if people are just starting out, this is a great book to read because it – it tells you in a very non-academic, fun way what you need to do. But it's also not just easy. It's very simple to do. It's very simple to check in. 
you, you might want to practice at it and check it out. But I'm going to say if you really practiced at this and you did it for under a month, you'd get yep. really good at it pretty quick. You know, you, you might forget to practice it. You might forget in some instances and do something. But as soon, if you, if you really see the book in front of you every day and as soon as you realize, oh, yeah, I didn't check in, that was stupid, you will not forget the next time in an instance that's similar. Exactly. You know? it, yes, and, and I think that the book, I, I, I really appreciate you saying that because my goal was to write the simplest book that's super easy to read because we don't have time and when you're learning to figure out your closings and your openings you just want to be able to open it up so it's got 20 practices in there that literally they're the practices that I use with my private clients or the practices I use in my classes and you know the difference is the coaching and and me being right there with you helping you find yield signs but but you can take this book and do one practice a week over the course of 20 weeks and you'll have a mastery of this you know, yes. as long as your mind isn't too complex, there are some people out there that their minds are just crazy nuts. Um, I find them to be mostly like high academic levels, right? They're used to using their brain, MBAs, engineers, engineers. Yeah, engineers. engineers is a big one. You know, they don't feel their body, and they're a lot in their head. That's also, right. you know, and I know I'm making a stereotype, so I appreciate everybody who is in their body and is an engineer. Um, attorneys, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. But in general, that's the purpose of the book. You know, is for that. And the other thing is, is that I love that it, it's like an alarm bell. The closing is uncomfortable. And the mm-hmm. longer you hold the thoughts that are closing, right, the more uncomfortable it becomes. And so, yeah. you know, it, it's hard to ignore. So it does help you to come back to the practice because you're like, wait a minute, okay, I've been sitting here stressing and anxiety about this decision or this opportunity or whatever for a week now, and I'm clo- that means I'm closed. I- I'm th- not thinking about this in the way that's going to bring me success, you know? Okay, let's go back to that practice again. And it really is nice that it's such a visceral, like you said, punch in the gut, you can feel it, um, experience. Yeah, and if you just keep in, uh, one of the chapters is keep in motion, just keep in motion so that you can follow that, that guidance that you have Will you make mm-hmm. mistakes? Yeah, probably. Sometimes we do. Sometimes you just yeah. say, you know what, it doesn't matter. I have to go. I have to do this. And then you're standing in line. You're thinking, oh, damn, I should have listened to what I was, you know, should have listened to my gut. Yeah. I've said that. I know I've said that in the past weeks. Like, I should have listened to my gut. It was stupid to do this, but I had to get it done. And what happens? You get stopped where you are. You're not getting the thing done. You're stressed. This really is a release, and it lowers your blood pressure because you won't be putting yourself in these stressful situations because that's not what's good for you, and your soul knows that. And so your guidance yep. system is not going to put you in place where you're going to be raising your blood pressure by 50 points. It's just not going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's one of the healthiest things that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, out of the six leading causes of disease-related death in the United States, the, all of them have stress in the top five as a, as a reason that the condition happens. And now if you put that into we can't solve our stress because it's, we haven't been taught how to change our thinking. All stress is related to what we're thinking. It's not, it's not outside world. It's not traffic. It's not your boss. It's not all these other things. It's literally guidance. Stress is guidance that what you're thinking is out of alignment and not going to bring you happiness. And so and, it's, I believe this is one of the healthiest things that we could possibly do for our bodies is and to learn how to use this and flow with it. Absolutely. It's also going to cut out on the drama because the drama – that's mm-hmm. around right now. And I don't care if you're just turning on the TV, okay? The drama oh, that people painful. have to... <laughs> I, well, yeah, it really is. Uh, you know, oh. I could... I do Quartz Crystal Singing Bowl concerts. People are supposed to come and get relaxed and everything. But I could shut the whole thing down just by saying to them, get in groups of two, and each one of you talk about how more miserable your day was to the other. And you will watch the one-upmanship. Well, I had this. Well, I had a meeting, and then I had to do this. Well, I had this, this, and this. Oh, and I had this, this, and that. I mean... Who wants to have one up? Who wants to win that contest? That's not a contest you want to win because that's just a way to induce stress. So now, right now, you're winning a contest. So who has the most stress? And I don't want to play that game. That is not a game that anybody should want to win. So, you know, if you tune into your guidance system, you will reduce so many different types of stress that you could bring on because stress is self-induced. It's totally self-induced. It is. It It is. And a lot of it's based on falseness. Like I said, mm-hmm. you know, our, we get our stress. What I've found is we get our stress from our parents. We, uh, it, it, we literally watch how they stress, and then we proceed to just stress just like them. Yep. <laughs> it's, 
So it's like, all right, was it your mom or your dad that had this particular fear around money, this right. stress around money, right? Uh, was it your mom or your dad that had this stress around relationships or, or children? Who was so obsessed about your, which one of them was obsessed about the children getting injured? Oh, my gosh, my mom. Like, yes. So let's undo that because that's something you don't need anymore. And we're going to give that back to your mom, <laughs> you know. Right. And then we're going to see have who it. you are now, you know, in the midst of, of being around your children and, you know, not needing. And you follow your IGS. They're, they're safe. Everything's, I feel, oh, I'm open. They're fine. <sighs> okay. I don't have to stress over that anymore. I have a new tool. And there are even things that you can bring in from um, ancestors that you don't even know about. They did this test with, uh, with mice. <laughs> and everybody's, yes. everybody's probably thinking, okay, they did a test with mice. How did they ask the mice? No, they didn't ask the mice. They, right. But they tested the mice, and they saw that there was a fear of something that was two or three generations back in the mice. And it wasn't, you know, maybe it skipped a generation. It's like, well, why is there this fear here? Well, you brought it in. So you can have ancestral fears and anxieties Absolutely. and stresses that come in. And that's just not healthy. So if you really, you know, for it, this book is a quick read. It's not that long. You know, it, it's like, uh, what, 180 pages, mm-hmm. 190 pages long. And, they're, so, yeah, and it's a small book. So, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and the, yeah, you can take it with you on an airplane. You can do the practices, you know, pretty much anywhere, uh, most, yes. for the most part. You can, I don't have you yeah. stop. I don't do anything irritating like stop and write this down or, you know. Right. No, it's, it's, it, they're practices that you do. I call them living practices. It's a, something to go and try on and do in your life. You know, yeah. as you're flowing through your life, and you—that's—I think that's the reason why people are such getting such extraordinary transformation from the book, is because like they go out and they do it differently, and they're like, "Wow, this is working." Okay, what's the next thing I get to practice? Because this is working. And and I think one of the key sentences you wrote in your book, for me anyway, it was, mm-hmm. "You're always only a few opening thoughts away from being on track." That's all. You're always so close to the track you can get back on. It's not yes. a huge process. It's not like, well, I can't do this. I failed completely. No, 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 you did not. First of all, you know, we don't do anything wrong. This is my belief. Right. We don't do anything right. wrong. We just find ways that don't work. So now we have to find a way that does. That's when I'm dealing with children. It's like, okay, so you found a way that doesn't work. Let's try to find a way that does. And they like yes. that because you're not telling them you're wrong. Saying to someone you're wrong says failure. You're not good enough. You're unworthy. You don't deserve. It sets up so many emotions, especially in a child. So if you just say to them, well, okay, we found a way that doesn't work. Why don't we try to find a way that does? What can we do? What are the possibilities? And the minute you say, what are the possibilities, your brain, which is a super organic computer, goes yep. and Googles better than any computer on the planet and tries to find the possibilities. And you can do it to people when you're standing yep. in line somewhere and you ask a question and they say, I don't know. And you say, well, what are the possibilities? All of a sudden, you can see behind their eyes like a light switch go on and they'll come up with ideas. They will come up because you asked them, you put that in, you put, entered it in and you hit Google search on that person's brain and it literally works. So a yep. lot of these things that you can do, you are only a thought or two away from getting back on track. How cool is that, people? Your inner GPS, yes. you know, buy yes. the book. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It, you know what? And I think that's, that is one of my favorite lines in the book, too. Um, because it's so hopeful. And I work with a lot of people who are in some pretty dire places. They've been following Mm -hmm. their closings for a long time. They had it backwards. It is kind of uh, counterintuitive to think when I feel feel uncomfortable, it's what I'm thinking that needs to change instead of what's outside of me. Most people think when they get that uncomfortable, sick feeling in the pit of their stomach, then that means, which that's the belief area. When you feel that in your stomach, it's in the book, but that means you have a belief system. There's some big belief you're holding that's not true, and it's coloring everything. When they feel that sick feeling, they think that that the situation is bad or the person is bad or, you know, and it's actually the way they're thinking about the situation or the person. And in coming to me and, you know, helping, having me help them unravel some of the things that they've gotten into it happens so fast because it is true. It, once we find the opening, just like I did with my story about my dad and the way I was thinking about it, once we find the opening thought, it's almost like a puzzle, the puzzle pieces just click into place. Because the universe, God, release. all it is, wants us to be successful, wants us to win. And so if we give it and the opportunity a, by changing a little bit, it's so fast. How things change. Yeah, you don't know what hit you. It changes so quickly, but it's such a relief, too. 
It's a relief because now you can literally feel your body start to melt because the stress goes. You can feel the stress just exiting your body. That's what it does. It literally just says, oh, okay, I get it now. The The minute you solve it, the minute you get it, you're back on track. You're like, oh, and it feels like somebody just lifted the world off your shoulders. At least that's what it does for me. I'm going to presume yep. it's the same for everybody. Yep, exactly. It is the same for everybody. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think that probably um, one of the biggest things uh, that people will get out of this is that, that once you start doing this, as I said, even if it's on the trivial stuff and you'll start to see a difference, that gives you the confidence to move forward and do it on the bigger ticket items and to trust. It builds the confidence to trust. So if you start yes. out with, okay, somebody says, you know, do you want to go to dinner? And you think, oh, I don't think I really want to go to dinner. Do I want to go to dinner with these people or not? I mean, you know how that is. Sometimes you say, oh, sure, Absolutely. okay, and then you try to come up with an excuse. You, you can just do that and realize, you know, okay, let me get back to you. I've got to check a few things out. And then check and then just say no or yes and go with it and know that you were right. And when you see that it was right, because sometimes, yep. you know, you, you say something and you think, I really didn't want to do it, but I'll go. And then you have the best time ever. That's yes, because and your that's, 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 you that's when this guidance is so great. I mean, yeah. seriously, it's because I, mean, I can't tell you how many times either I've wanted to cancel and been like, oh, God, I shouldn't cancel. But then I was like, oh, I closed it saying I shouldn't cancel. I should cancel. Open. And I'll call the person. I'll be like, oh, thank you. I just need a night off, you know, kind of thing. Or my kid's sick and I was going to, I would have to cancel with you anyway, so it's totally fine. Let's reschedule. Or you're driving home and you don't really want to go to something and you think, I don't want to go. And you close and you're like, oh, I do want to go. Open. And like you said, turns out you meet the right person or that was exactly not more sleep. You needed some fun, right, um, in your life. And it turns out, it, yeah, it's just it's just an amazing thing, T. It, it is amazing, I, and 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 I'm I think so, that I mean, I'm so grateful that you wrote the book because so many people can benefit from this. So many people will be able to get this on a level that they would not be able to get it anywhere else because you wrote it in such a simplistic way. And that's not to say that you know it's written for you know a three year old. It's to say it it makes the science of this really understandable so that anybody can do it and help you and benefit your life. It truly, truly does. I think that's so important when people write that way, instead of writing on a higher level where people are like, okay, I'm confused now. I don't understand what this means. And and they throw the book down. Yeah. This is just very, very simple. And you know, what's interesting is I'm so glad, you know, and the interesting thing for me is I keep meeting highly successful people who are already operating like this. Mm-hmm. Like I was just in Canada this past week, and I was hanging out with this gentleman. His name's Tommy, and he's Quincy Jones' writing partner and buddy. And he's, you know, he worked with Michael Jackson for 39 years, producing mm-hmm. albums and things for him. And I told him what I do, and he said, "That's how I live my life. My dad taught me that." And mm-hmm. he said, "It makes everything so easy. I'm, and my life has just been miraculous. I'm so happy you're teaching other people to do that because I just have met so many people that don't." And it's, he's like, it's, it's a shame because it, it's how I've created everything in my life. So, you know, it's out there. I think the, now you can I do think it. the majority of people don't use it. I think the majority of people don't know. And those of That's us who right. have been using it for years didn't have a name for it. We were just going with our gut. It's just what you do. And so it's kind of, it can be, you can, given your life circumstances, you can create this on your own and do it, or it's inherent, whatever. But you do learn it somewhere. But this book teaches you. And it's also good to get back to the basics and remember. So as I was flipping through it, I laughed a lot because I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know? So it really was a little refresher. Um, so anybody, again, your inner GPS. And now we are starting to get toward the top of the hour. So I do want you to be able to tell people where they can buy your book, your inner GPS, and more about you, your classes and workshops that you have. Great. Thank you. So um, you can buy it on Amazon or in book lo- your local bookstore. It's called Your Inner GPS. Um, my website is zeninamoment.com, zeninamoment.com. And on there is a free video series that is a 30-day series. They're short. They're, most of them are under four-minute video that walks you through how to use your IGS. It's called Activate Your GPS. And literally, you can start right now. I'll give you the first practice. You just go in there, and you'll start using, and just as I do with the rest of my trainings, using experiential trainings. They're online home study programs from, with people from all over the world. Um, 
and I do coaching on those calls, and I have depth practices that are just brilliant and, and create mastery of using this and getting to use it in every area of your life, from your career to your family to your health, everything. So those are what I have, and you can see all of those at zeninamoment.com. Yes, and go there and check it out because, uh, you know, it's certainly worth it to do the 30-day program, get you started. But get the book as well. It's a quick read. It's an easy practice that's simple. It's not just easy. Mm -hmm. Some things are easy, but they're not simple. This is simple, and you'll like it. It's fun. It really is. And (laughs) the more you you see things happening, you're going to want to test it, and you're going to think, look what I can do. And, you know, and and you really can. It is up to you. This is proof. This is like doing an experiment, and it's worth it to put the time into it. It truly is. So I'm going to tell everybody, you know, make sure you go out and get the books. But, Zen, thank you for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. It has been a great show. I appreciate your time very, very much. I enjoyed the conversation. I love your book. And I certainly hope that, um, you know, when you write another one, let me know. <laughs> I will. I promise. You're just so much fun. I really would love to come back and do more with you for sure. <laughs> well, thank you for that. So listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world. That's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life that we are meant to live productively, healthfully, and purposefully. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as information about my Quartz Crystal Singing Bowl concerts. And please visit sojihuggles.com. No, .org, sorry. That's my new children's nonprofit that we just set up in March, and we're doing great with it, and we're helping children who have no food, no clothing, no shelter. That's a sin in this country that we live in. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing that we've got going on here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week and a happy holiday weekend to all of you. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. I got a roof over my head. I got a warm place to sleep. So that's all I wake up instead of counting When I remember how But I
Stop it. 